As a business leader, you know attracting top talent is just the beginning. Real growth happens when you lead yourself and others well. Creating a company culture that attracts, nurtures, and retains the best of all things. We'll teach you how to make an impact through a holistic leadership approach. Reframing success in leadership. This is the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. I have the distinct pleasure of sitting across from Jody Brandstetter, founder of Talent Acquisition Evolution and chief talent strategist of Lean Effective Talent Strategies. And today we are going to be talking about the innovation and the evolution of talent acquisition and the impact it has on you, your organization, and the world around us. Jody, thank you so much for joining us in the studio today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Absolutely. We are as well. Leading into this conversation, Jody and I have been having many interactions over the last few months for some significant initiatives that she is launching here in greater Cincinnati. And her goal that you and I have been discussing is to really change the way people think about the power and impact of talent acquisition and how we all need to be evaluating what is the experience that talent in the world have with our brands and with our organizations. So we'd love to talk a little bit about what led you to you're going to be launching a big conference here in September. What's your journey been that's led up to this point? Sure. So my background has been in talent acquisition since I graduated college. So I really have seen the industry evolve. And we're in a, I would say, kind of a pickle right now with having a lot of opportunity, but maybe not having enough candidates to fill those different roles. So I see a need for recruiting professionals to really hone in on their skills, become better recruiters, so that when they're working with candidates, when they're working with their hiring managers, they are going to be able to provide an experience and a process that's gonna work for both sides. We have so many opportunities here in Cincinnati for individuals to grow in different industries, different positions. And I really think that a recruiter is the person who can help that person explore those new opportunities. And if they don't have the tools, they're not really going to be able to do that. So I really saw a need here for some additional training and development, specifically in the talent acquisition space. Mm. And I also see a need for a community so that our industry can get to the next level. A lot of times we are uber competitive and we don't want to talk to each other. We don't mm-hmm. want to provide each other our secret sauce, which is the exact same. Recruiters are competitive. Well, I don't know what you mean by that. Shocking, right? <laughs> We do. We hold things really tight. And it really can be very frustrating when you don't have someone to talk to, someone to vent to, someone to be like, hey, I did it this way. Mm. How did you do it? So we don't learn from each other. We're not going to grow. We're not going to grow the industry. So having a community, I think, is really going to be impactful here, specifically in the Cincinnati area. Yeah. And one of the things that we talk a lot about with candidate experience and with recruiting effectiveness, it's not just how to source and how to develop a pipeline of talent. We're talking also about people skills and how to build connection Mm -hmm. and relationship and how to help people feel understood, even if they're not a great fit for your organization. I know that's something that the Talent Magnet Institute, we talk a lot about, like the power and impact your team has on recruiting and messaging and experience 
impacts the way people see you and whether they're going to be a brand ambassador or a brand detractor, regardless if you hired them or not. Yeah. I mean, I think the secret sauce in recruiting is you, the person, Mm -hmm. the recruiter who's talking, the person who's building the relationship. How are you treating that candidate? Do they feel comfortable speaking to you? Do they want to talk to you? You know, that's the secret sauce is getting that person engaged and interested in learning about your company, your brand, Mm -hmm. and then providing honest conversation, honest communication. We're so concerned about telling people, no, you didn't get the job when actually most people can accept that pretty easily. Mm-hmm. They rather know than not know. So yeah, I think your employer brand really hits what the recruiter is doing. You can do amazing things in recruitment marketing, which I think is a huge part of our industry that's growing and expanding. But you can only do so much with that versus the person who's actually having the conversation mm-hmm. with the candidates. Mm-hmm. That's the person who's going to be able to truly provide the mission, the vision, your culture, your work environment, be able to communicate that to the candidate. Mm-hmm. And Jody, your team has been working to bring in what many would say are world-renowned speakers for this oh, conference. Yeah. So I know you're initially, you're hosting it in Cincinnati, but I think our hope is that talent acquisition leaders from all over the world join us either at this one or at next year. And this becomes a hub for this level of conversation. I would love for Cincinnati to be the mecca for talent acquisition. You know, I would love to have our city shine and show what we can do within just the recruiting space by providing a platform for individuals who are nationally and internationally known to come and provide their knowledge, their experience, and be able to train and develop our recruiters, and then be able to then kind of do the whole ripple effect of then getting out to Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, the country, to the worldwide. Mm -hmm. I think the talent acquisition evolution is a platform that we can really focus on Cincinnati, but then expand and grow it so that, you know, we as a country are doing what's right to employ the right candidates, to provide the best experience of hiring, Mm -hmm. and to make this country really strong economically, as well as powerful within the relationships that we're building through all the different businesses. Mm So I know that we discuss it, and you and I have had this conversation for our listeners to recognize that a lot of organizations, I know with Centennial, more than half of our search engagements are national or international in scope, right? But uh we represent our client in those conversations. We also represent that we reside, right? So we want individuals from all over the world to have a first-class experience for our customer that we're representing that might be based in Houston, Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. Italy, Turkey, San Francisco, but also we are making that call from Cincinnati, Ohio, Mm -hmm. right? So to your point around building brand, this is one more way that our region, we have amazing leaders in this region like you, Jody, that know the implications and opportunity that doing things radically well can have on the region and have on an industry. So I thank you for leaning into that and viewing it this way versus I'm just getting some locals together. Like you're seeing this as a global impact opportunity, hence why you're bringing Tim Sackett in and Kevin Grossman and Stacey Zappar. You're bringing significant leaders into Mm -hmm. this effort who are talking all over the world. 
yes. right, about this topic, writing books and creating content that is creating a whole different level of expectation for talent acquisition. It's amazing to see what companies are doing on the West Coast, what companies are doing on the East Coast, what companies are doing in the Midwest to attract and retain employees. And if we are able to learn from each other, it's just going to help us be better. Just thinking about the impact that can happen in Cincinnati and the ripple effect from there, I'm really excited to see where this can go. Because in my thought process, my philosophy is, if you have an amazing recruiter working for your company, your company is going to be amazing, but the cities that you are working in are going to thrive. And that is really important to have that focus on not just your company, but also your community mm -hmm. and be able to really provide opportunities that are going to help people go to that next level, help them get out of poverty, help them be able to see that they're worthy of success. Mm. That's really what recruiters can do if they do it right. Mm. Can you share a little bit about the first, what are individuals going to experience when they attend this first event? Sure. So this year, we decided to make it a little intimate, wanted to make sure it's successful <laughs> the first year. So we're doing a one-day conference where everyone's going to be hanging out at the Cincinnati Chamber in their learning center for the day. And we're going to have presenters kind of kicking off pretty much every hour. Mm -hmm. The theme for this year is innovation, and we have three pillars that we're going to focus on. So we have innovate your career, innovate your process, and innovate your brand. So we have really two different presentations focused on all three. Mm. But before we can even talk about those three pillars, we have to talk about innovation. I think there's a lot of different definitions of what innovation is. I think some people just kind of throw it out there as a, a powerful word. And so we have someone who I love listening to speak, Summer Crenshaw from Tiller, is actually going to kick it off and really give us the framework on innovation. Summer has done some amazing work with Tiller, amazing work with her team. She's mm -hmm. constantly wanting them to be innovative. So I think she's a great speaker to kind of kick it off, put the framework together. That way, everyone's ready to kind of take all this wonderful knowledge that they're going to get from these national and local speakers home with them. So I really want the next day for individuals to be able to literally take a few nuggets and implement them immediately. So it really is that conference that you're going to be able to learn, network, and be able to implement immediately. And I love that, Summer, I'm very excited to have you get us honed in and ready to learn and make sure we're listening in a way that we can put these things into action. Mm -hmm. That will be an awesome experience. She's a great leader and a dynamic speaker. Oh, so, I love listening to her uh, So, speak. Summer, we can't yeah. wait to have you kick us off here. Yes. She's amazing. I think she's a jewel for this city, especially in the startup community and mm -hmm. in the HR recruiting space. That's awesome. And then what's the next step? Who's your first keynote as we yeah. move into the content? So our keynote is someone who I don't even know if people really need to like know her whole name because she's so well known in the recruiting Stacey. space. Stacy <laughs> Zafar. Oh my gosh, I love love her. She is just a phenomenal speaker, but she's someone who's so she gets it. She talks about relative 
pieces of recruiting in her conversations. You know, she did a great presentation for LinkedIn a couple years back, her secret sauce. I watch it consistently because I always get a new idea or a new nugget from it. She just literally talks about what recruiters really should be doing. Mm. It's like actual, like, process-driven, here are some, you know, best practices to help you be successful. So I'm really excited for her to come. I love talking about Stacy because she is the most connected female on LinkedIn. And wow, I mean, who could even imagine a recruiter being the most connected female on LinkedIn? She has maxed out her connections yes. three years ago. Yeah, right? she's, <laughs> I mean, she probably would have way more if she could. The other thing I really love about Stacy is that she started her own agency where she's recruiting recruiters. So she's working with all these large companies throughout the country, finding the best recruiters for them. And in order to find a great recruiter, you have to be a good recruiter, but you also have to understand all the different skill sets, traits that make a recruiter successful. And so that's why I'm really excited for her to be a part of the Innovate Your Career side of the conference. That's excellent. That's excellent. And Tim Sackett? Yeah. So Tim Sackett is actually on the board for ATAP, Association of Talent Acquisition Professionals. When we were talking about having this conference, the first thing I thought about was, what date do you use, right? There's so many options of summer, winter, fall. And then all of a sudden, I realized, well, there's only one date you can have a talent acquisition conference, which is Global TA Day. And that was created by ATAP. So the first Wednesday of September is always Global TA Day. So Tim is going to come down and really talk about the benefits of that association, as well as why do we have a Global TA Day? So really excited for him to come. I've been reading his book, Talent Fix, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. So if you are in TA and recruiting, pick up his book. Again, I had a lot of like amens and preaching to the choir type mm -hmm. <laughs> conversations with myself while reading it because it is just so powerful and just, you know, it's real. It's real information. And right. I really appreciate people who are really talking about those like fine tuning pieces of recruiting versus that big picture because there's so many pieces to this pie to be mm -hmm. successful in recruiting. And if you're not talking about each piece, from, you know, an intake conversation with your hiring manager to debriefing a candidate, you're not going to be successful. Mm -hmm. So I really like Tim. And I don't know if you've seen this on his LinkedIn, but he supposedly is like the best hugger for company hugger, or I can't remember what it's called, but he's just very, you know, open, honest, and willing to give you a good conversation and passionate. Yeah, Tim, we'll test this because I'm a hugger. So oh, he, <laughs> so he loves giving hugs from what I can tell. So I'm expecting yeah, a hug myself yeah. when so I, I see him. So Tim and I have interacted many times over the years via one of my peers, Jennifer McClure. Mm -hmm. So following his journey, I would also encourage those listening that if you want to know how to be more effective in talent acquisition, whether you're in talent acquisition or not, pick up his book, Talent Fix. Oh, yes. And we'll yeah. provide some links to it in our show notes. And it's just another good resource. The other thing is Tim's authenticity. Yes. Right? That Tim is Tim. He Tim does not isn't trying to, one thing. <laughs> you know, and I think there's a learning in that, that mm -hmm. we need to be ourselves. And if we are ourselves in an authentic, open way, mm -hmm. we're going to be a talent magnet for the right kind of talent that we need to attract to ourselves Absolutely. Um, and our brands and organizations. So really excited for that. And then we will also, for those listening, we encourage you, what Jody and I have been discussing is that Centennial and the Talent Acquisition Evolution 
are going to be working. We're going to actually do some podcasting while these executives are in town to continue your journey. So we're coming on as a partner to this activity and this event to really help this become a global powerhouse conference. And we're going to continue the journey by additional episodes being released over the next several months that we can continue the journey of the talent acquisition evolution. So we're very excited about that. So tune in, subscribe, join the community that we're all building, and that will certainly allow you to be updated when we have new episodes. Can you talk a little bit about Kevin Grossman, who's coming into yeah, town as well? so Kevin's part of the talent board, and they do the candidate ESPYs, or I think mm-hmm. I might be saying that right. And so it's an organization that really focuses on candidate experience. They have the ability to utilize metrics and big data to see how companies are doing within that space. So Kevin is, again, someone who has a wealth of knowledge, has been in the talent HR world forever, and he's really going to be able to kind of dive in and provide some really good understanding of how can you measure candidate experience and what really is candidate experience and how can you as the talent leader or the recruiter be able to ensure that you have the right steps in your process to be mm-hmm. successful in that mm-hmm. area. For those listening who haven't been aware of Stacy, Tim, or Kevin, these are individuals that our firm has followed since they ever hit Twitter, mm-hmm. right? So very progressive, very disruptive, positive, disruptive thinking individuals that are really pushing the envelope, educating some of the most connected leaders in all of the Twitter sphere and LinkedIn sphere. So significant leaders that Jody and her team have been able to attract to this conference. So again, we encourage you strongly to tune in and to attend this event if you're able to get in or sneak in because it's going to be full if it's not already. So yeah, I think we're 80% built right now. So we only have about 20% left tickets. So and still log in to talentacquisitionevolution.com. Make us aware that you want to be a part of this, even if it's for next year. So you can get this on your calendar as we roll into the 2020 season as well. Absolutely. And we're going to be doing a lot of social media post and putting a lot of content out that day. So even if you're not able to attend, you're definitely going to get to see kind of what the conference is about. And next year, we have a lot of initiatives where we're going to have more opportunity to come together than just this one-day conference. So next year is going to be really exciting. Yeah. So join the Facebook group, the Facebook activity, because the other thing that, Jody, that you're doing is just simply bringing people together as much as possible, right? Uh So we'd love to host something here if we can at the Talent Magnet Institute and Centennial's offices just to bring talent acquisition, people who are passionate about this topic together. So I'll offer it here live. We're open to we a date. We are looking to at host. doing some happy hours. Um, so. There you go. We can host a mean <laughs> happy hour. Um, so share with us a little bit more around most regions around the world need to attract talent to mm-hmm. the regions for the organizations that live within those regions to be successful. So whether you're moving talent inside of regions to new organizations, you're mm-hmm. growing, you're innovating, you're expanding. Or in our case, in greater Cincinnati, Ohio, it's like we need to move tens of thousands of people here to help fill the jobs. But when you do the research, again, our company works, Centennial does engagements all around the world in executive search, and everybody's sharing the same pain. Mm -hmm. No matter what region of the country or of the continent or the globe, 
everybody's struggling to get the right talent and the right seats and to innovate and train and develop and equip. And then also you have, you mentioned it earlier, we also all have the same struggle of trying to lift people out of poverty and give people career opportunities that last. So can you share a little bit around the talent we need to be successful as a city? Like how deep does this go for you? Why are you so passionate about this topic? So I think one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about this is because I see the benefits of providing opportunities to people who may not have received the opportunities in the past. As a city, I really think that we need to be looking at all avenues, right? So we can't just put all of our eggs in one basket and really look for opportunity either, for example, a lot of times companies just want to bring people into Cincinnati, right? And we have to look outside or we have to hire externally when actually they might have some great talent in their organization or there might be individuals in their community who just need some additional training to be able to take on these roles. So I think workforce planning is really, really important for us here in Cincinnati, as well as probably every region in this country, to understand, okay, where are we going? What opportunities, what positions are we going to be targeting? Then maybe look internally and say, who do we have here that can actually get some additional training and be trained up into these new roles? Or how can we get into the community and find opportunities to locate individuals who are interested in our industry who just may lack some of the knowledge? And then you have to take it to a whole other arena and talk about, okay, are our opportunities opportunities that individuals with disabilities, individuals who have second chance, who have convictions, can we open these up to individuals that we may have never targeted in the past? It's amazing how many ways that you can actually kind of build up your candidate pool by just being open to areas that you've never been open to before. Mm -hmm. And there's some great organizations out there that are helping with this. One that I, I'm really excited about is honestjobs.co. It's a gentleman from Columbus who founded it, and it's a website where employers who are willing to do second chance hiring can post their positions. And in fact, you can post three for free. So if you are looking and you're open to second chance, get your website, get your postings up there because that's a great avenue for individuals who have been fighting to find a job and going to like the Indeeds and going to the career builders and going to companies' websites and getting denied, denied, denied because companies are not willing to give them a chance. But here's a website who's going to say, hey, these companies here are going to give you a chance. Apply. They will consider you. And so it just gives them an easier way to the right companies that are willing to open up and focus on them. And there's been so many studies about how if you give someone a chance, they stay with you. They want to work for you. You know, it's amazing where you see kind of the train up where if you bring someone in and you provide them with that license or you provide them with that certification, they stay longer than individuals who come in with that certification or with that license. So you're actually improving your retention by giving people a shot. Mm. So I think 
here in Cincinnati, companies have to open their eyes and be willing to look at people they may have not looked at before. Mm -hmm. And I think that's gonna help. And once you see the impact, as a recruiter, I can't tell you how many times I've had candidates email me or message me and thank me about giving them that opportunity. Five, 10 years later, they're saying, thank you, this has literally changed my life. Mm -hmm. That's what a recruiter can do. That's the kind of impact someone can do if they just do a great job with finding the right person for the right fit and get them in the door. As you look at within talent acquisition, building empathy and Mm -hmm. true authentic listening skills Mm -hmm. and relational skills and why communication matters, will there be some talk at the conference around those things? around those types of topics, or will that be additional offshoots possibly for future events? I think that there definitely is going to probably be some conversation about the different traits or the different soft skills a mm-hmm. recruiter has, especially with, so you are facilitating our career panel who has three amazing leaders from talent acquisition here in Cincinnati. So Robin Thorkmorton from Strategic HR, Seth Clyde from Cincinnati Children's, and Kevin St. Cyr from Paycor. That whole segment is really talking about how can a recruiter become a leader, Mm. empathy, communication, listening. Those are all such key ways of becoming a good recruiter, but also becoming a good leader. So I really think that's going to be a very powerful panel discussion about some of the things you were just talking about. Mm. And then next year, we're going to be doing some intensives. So there are workshops that are going to be for about two or three hours where we're going to dive into very specific areas of recruiting to really give someone a little bit more hands-on, in-depth training. Mm. And one of them that we're going to do is what I'm calling WWGRD, which is what would a good recruiter do? Mm. And see, I had to like think about it. Mm. (laughs) I just thought of this yesterday. That's great. (laughs) Um, You heard it here first. (laughs) You heard it here first. But that's all about, okay, what should we be doing to be great recruiters? You right. know, what are the yes. different, you know, things that you can be doing? And empathy and listening are two really big ones. Oh, it's critical. And I think that taking the listening skills, and it's not just listening of the candidates, but your hiring managers too, mm-hmm. right? And being able to connect the dots to find these opportunities mm. for the candidates, but also find people who are really going to take your company to the next level. Yeah. Again, that's what recruiters do. I really don't think people understand how powerful a recruiter is within a company or within a community. A lot of times they call us, it sounds bad, like paper pushers or admins, or they don't see the impact. And when you have a really good recruiter, you see it. You can see it throughout the whole organization. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things that, and again, those listening who are not in talent acquisition professionally or aren't a recruiter, but have them inside your organization, When you hear recruiting, you think a lot about technology, Mm -hmm. right? So for those listening, I've been in a family business that's an executive search firm for 19 years and grew up in it. My father's been doing it 44 years. We always talk about the next technology innovation Mm -hmm. that's going to crush every industry, right? Well, Mm -hmm. we get that too. And at the end of the day, the feedback is that we typically share when asked is that You can't remove the human element out of recruiting executives and leadership talent. 
that whole listening innovation skill and good communication skills and caring about the people on the other line of the video or phone or across mm -hmm. from you, those are the types of skills we need to also hone in on. So the tools and resources are kind of table stakes, as they would say in most industries, right? That you got to understand technology, but there are a lot of organizations that think, man, our recruiting team, they know technology better than everyone, and they should. But how are they using that technology to create a great experience for the people who are coming through those technology portals? And how you can be very career secure in the talent acquisition space is what you've referenced several times here. It's taking the brand seriously, taking the experience seriously, mm -hmm. and you become indispensable, yeah. right? Because you become a key. I mean, there are many clients that their recruiting team, their talent acquisition team, like they help us keep and hold down the culture. They protect us to get, they push us, they make us be innovative. They challenge us. And they do it in a way that is progressive, disruptive, and is thoughtful because they can kind of see around the corner of what's going on in the talent space. Yes. We talk a lot about technology innovation, but one of the things that we're excited to talk about as being a technology sponsor of this event is how technology and content can be a competitive advantage how content merging those two things together and really innovating on how you utilize data and analytics and content. We have a global brand that's a family, privately held, medium-sized business. And to be frank, we've got tens of thousands of followers on our podcast, on our blog, and our newsletters, our Facebook pages, our Twitter accounts, and our brands exist and align to the values of our organization. And companies reach out to us, talent reaches out to us because they really enjoyed our blog post or mm -hmm. they fell in love with a podcast and got hooked. And that is a way that we innovate and that we capture and maintain and grow and develop networks and communities of amazing talent and then get to know them along yep. their journey, right? So there's leaders all over the world that we've never met in person. But if you called them and said, you know, tell me about the experience you've had with Centennial Talent Strategy and Executive Search, they would give a positive experience because we've brought value to their careers because of content we've created and we've put out there for free, mm -hmm. right? So the other thing I want to come back to, I heard amazing reviews from Harley Blakeman who runs Honest Jobs yeah. CEO from his Disrupt Cincinnati mm -hmm. I was speech. There. Were you there? It was amazing. I was not, but man, did I hear a powerful message that he delivered from stage. Such a powerful message. And I really hope that everyone there understood that here's this gentleman who had a rough moment in his life when he was younger. He did what he had to do through our legal system and came out stronger and just an amazing person with an amazing degree and knowledge. And he created this because he got let down so many times because of- By the, the system of- By the system. Yeah. And him and his partner, his co-founder, they were both there. And that's something I've actually been very focused on is how can I help individuals with second chance. Mm. Because I've seen in my career how many times they get knocked down mm. with not being able to move forward with opportunities. And I think, you know, to be honest, in my opinion, 
in order for us to really take that second chance candidates and move them forward, I think our government actually has to step up and start kind of doing the walk versus just talk because I was a part of a government contractor and we weren't able to hire a lot of second chance people per our government regulations. Mm. But our government wants employers to hire second chance. So it's kind of like this catch-22, right? Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot that we can do as a country in order to help make this a more successful opportunity for a transition for second-chance candidates to be able to be really actually considered. I can't tell you how many times I've had someone talk to me who has a felony, and they ask, what can I do? Where can I work? And there's not a lot of options, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. out there, even though they may have an amazing degree, an amazing experience, but they just keep getting shot down because of a situation that happened that they did their time. They're done. Give them a chance, you know, and I think there's definitely things we can do within regulations, within the government, but then also within private companies to open this up for individuals like Harley. I mean, I would love to hire a Harley. <laughs> He's amazing. <laughs> you know, it's very innovative, willing to disrupt, willing to have conversations, hard conversations, yeah. which is great. Another key part of all of this. Right. right? Yeah. We don't want to have skill that we don't oh want to lose. Gosh. Recruiters have to have hard conversations every single day, (laughs) you know? And if we're not having those hard conversations, then we're not recruiters. If we're not declining candidates and telling them that they didn't get a job and we're just letting them sit there Mm -hmm. and wonder, we are not being good recruiters. Mm -hmm. So being able to have a hard conversation, honest communication, being able to have conversations with hiring managers who expect you to do X, but you need to do Y, and then be able to get them to understand and then be excited about Y, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So yeah, talent, HR, communication's key. So I don't think AI is going to be taking that away from us anytime soon. Right. right. (laughs) Yeah. One of the things that I know we talk a lot about around skill development is conflict and critical discussions. If you are conflict avoidant and are afraid to have tough dialogue, do not get into the talent acquisition (laughs) space. Right. And yeah. and that's not just from a candidate perspective. It's also from a client that mm-hmm. many times we come in to challenge and change in difficult mm-hmm. situations. And we, the organizations, are engaging us to be bold. Like mm-hmm. they need a bold partner. They need a bold resource. They need a bold employee who knows how to help the organization progress and is not a wallflower, mm-hmm. right? Oh, gosh, And yes. um, in its turmoil, I mean, if those who don't follow the recruiting space, there's always memes and things going out <laughs> that we are all in some turmoil. And any given project mm-hmm. has challenge. And, mm-hmm. you know, we always tell our team and our customers when they say this is a really difficult engagement. Well, that's the reason why you called, yeah. Right. That if it wasn't difficult, you could handle it on your own. Absolutely. Yeah. Or, you know, your team's probably handling 115 other difficult situations. Mm-hmm. Right. So these couple that you're bringing to a firm outside, that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. We're here for the difficult ones. Right. We're here for the purple squirrels. And, you know, we have a purple squirrel that moves around our office, actually. Unicorn. Unicorn, all those things. Yeah. So that's a great other skill to innovate of We take our team through resources and leadership development around communications and building trust and conflict 
being comfortable with conflict, one of the best ways you can develop trust is to be really good at managing through conflict versus mm-hmm. just letting it happen. Yeah, right? I think a lot of times candidates think that they go through rejection way more than recruiters. When as a recruiter, I get rejected every day. And that's just part of the job. Mm-hmm. And being able to take that rejection, learn from it and move on is critical too, which is very similar to conflict. Mm-hmm. And you can't be a wallflower when you're in talent acquisition. You can't pick up the phone and dial and talk to someone you've never talked to before and tell them about your company and what you offer and why this would be a great opportunity for them. Mm-hmm. You should not be in recruiting. I think we rely heavily on technology and there's so much power in actually just picking up the phone and having a conversation. Yeah. So my father, Jody, has always said the best technology that was ever invented for our industry was the telephone. Absolutely. <laughs> so, And again, when you get really good at conflict and dealing with tough situations, you're a better listener, mm-hmm. right? So it's not that you come in guns blazing, is that you seek to understand first. And we're always seeking to understand the other side mm-hmm. and understanding why they are seeking and what they value and where they perform at their best and what made them perform at their best in their current situations. And I'm excited for all of the focus of these types of conversations that you're bringing to the globe. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, we just hit 71 countries with our podcast. So this will reach leaders all over the world. (laughs) And we encourage you to get ready to book your flights for the next talent acquisition evolution. And excited to see everyone at the conference who are going to be there. We'll be following. I assume there'll be a hashtag that people can follow. Yeah, the hashtag is actually Talent Acquisition Evolution. So we've been kind of already using that. Um, So, yeah, and next year's conference, if anyone wants to see the date, is going to be September 2nd. Okay. We're still looking for a venue, but you should have everything confirmed by the time this conference comes up. Okay, so block your schedule now if you're listening to this. Yes, and I know it's the week before Labor Day, but let's be honest, why do you think TA Day? is near labor day. There so, you, go. you know, it's it. talent acquisition <laughs> and labor. And I have to actually give kudos to Summer for that because she's the one that made me realize that when I was talking to her. That's great. That's day. great. You know, it's like kind of one of those like, oh, should have yeah. known. That's kind of why it's there. But yeah, yeah, so September 2nd, it'll be in Cincinnati. And like you said, I can see this hitting throughout the country and the world and can even see having talent acquisition evolution in other cities. I mean, this could be a huge way to bring kind of more of a regional feel conference that gives you the ability to connect, network, be able to work together. It feels like something that you're getting something out of. Sometimes conferences get really large and you kind of feel like you're just a number. Mm -hmm. And I never want the evolution to be that. I Mm -hmm. want everyone to feel like they're there, you're connecting, and you feel like you're a part of the evolution. So I can't wait to give high five, shake hands with awesome people that I've only seen virtually and then hug Hug as many people as possible. (laughs) Uh, For those who are attending, I am a hugger, so feel free to give, (laughs) give me a big one. Please leave comments. Please share this episode. Please join the Talent Acquisition Evolution groups and dialogues on social media. And then look us up, follow the Talent Magnet Institute podcast, join our podcast Facebook community, follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, and let's bring the world closer together of highly innovative, highly engaged 
awesome people. Jody, thank you so much for thank being you. here today. And I cannot wait to be with you on September 4th and be a part of this along this journey that you're creating. It's going to be great. Really excited. So thank you so much for having us on. And we're excited for TMI and Centennial to be a part of the evolution. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Sometimes it's the little things that make a big difference. A post-it note and two minutes can make a huge difference in your workday. Find out more at talentmagnetinstitute.com slash post-it. The Talent Magnet Institute podcast is powered by Centennial, a talent strategy and executive search firm, and the Talent Magnet Institute. You can engage with us at Talent Magnet I on Twitter or Talent Magnet Institute on LinkedIn and Facebook. Please communicate by using hashtag Talent Magnet. Find us in your favorite podcast app to subscribe, rate, and leave a review, as well as share with a colleague. You can also listen at talentmagnetpodcast.com. Our podcast studio is based in greater Cincinnati, Ohio. We are supported by our listeners, clients, and partners from all over the world. The Talent Magnet Institute podcast is made possible by a great team that includes Janelle Spence and Christine Lewis of Centennial, Josh Chappelle and Adam Smith of Soundpress, produced by Chris Madine of New Fidelity Studios, and Audra Casino and Megan Doherty of One Stone Creative. Music written by DJ Corbett and Chris Madine. And myself, your host, Mike Sipple Jr., Thank you for joining us on the journey of developing leaders to succeed in relationships, work, community, and life, reframing success in leadership.